Hey, it's Rebecca Smith from the KBIA Newsroom in Columbia, and it's time for Missouri Health Talks, a project where we listen in on Missourians' conversations about access to health care. This week we hear from Debbie Hake. She's a licensed professional counselor with the Marriage and Family Counseling Center in Columbia. One of her specialty areas is spiritual abuse and religious trauma. She spoke about how religious trauma impacts how people navigate mental health care. Here's Debbie. The dangerous side of, of religious environments when it comes to mental health is that there is no ownership or awareness of mental health. Typically, of course, there are outliers everywhere. But I think a lot of times those systems design themselves so that they are the source that you turn to. They are the source that can encompass and be all for a person. And the danger with that is that mental health is often overlooked and excused or completely bypassed. And people's responses to even things like anxiety and depression are completely minimized, if, if not worse, because of the religious environment's Uh, looking at that as either a sin or you are not doing something enough. You know, if you, if you search for a therapy, you know, if if you're in a religious setting and you search for therapy, there are people who would, would call themselves uh, religious or faith-based or Christian therapist. The danger is some of those are not regulated like non-religious therapy is. So secular therapists would have a lot more restrictions on their licensure. Secular therapists would have a lot more training and equipping going into the field. And some of the religious faith-based counseling programs do not have those measures built in place, which provide a level of safety for a client. Really, it guarantees that like you're going to get this type of treatment and you know that it can be good and you know what to expect going into that. Whereas Uh, in a faith-based or Christian type therapy setting, you may get another set of rules and another set of rigidity handed down to you. And instead of helping you process through what your concerns, mental health or otherwise are, uh, what you then might have is another secondary layer of trauma put on you because it's just another way of a person saying, well, what you're struggling with really isn't anxiety or depression. It's just not trusting enough, or it's not believing enough, or it's not praying enough, those, those sorts of things. So it, A, doesn't have the level of accountability built in it that, that secular programs do. And B, um, I think can carry a real big danger of re-traumatizing or continuing to traumatize somebody that has experienced religious trauma. Um, you know, just like the effects of trauma in general, you know, most of us could handle one experience that would be traumatic, but it's the accumulation and the ongoing effects of experiences that are repeated in trauma that really carry the heavy weight for individuals. And so if a, if a person is continually re-traumatized on top of what they've already been through, um, if they've had a lifelong pattern of experiencing trauma, and this just continues to perpetuate that there's a lot of negative ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you name it, that those clients could be directly impacted. That was Debbie Hake speaking about the necessity of secular therapy for individuals with religious trauma. That's it for this week's Missouri Health Talks, which was reported and produced by Abigail Roman. Tune in next week for more conversations from throughout the state about health and access. I'm Rebecca Smith. Thanks for listening.